the place that God has her in this Muslim village ministering to these folks that are fleeing ISIS, where her life is in danger. Why this happened, I cannot explain. Why I write the script with such a The woman Martin Mallory is talking about is one of many missionaries who have sought his help in dealing with difficult situations. You see, Martin is a Christian counselor who ministers to missionaries. He's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Now, heads up, when we get to the part of Martin's story about ISIS, his account does get kind of graphic. On a lighter note, though, uh, we want to tell you that even though Martin's story involves helping missionaries overseas, don't think it doesn't have takeaway for you. A lot of what he shares with us can help you wherever you are, whatever you do. GPS. God. People. Stories. Martin Mallory has his practice in Wilmore, Kentucky. His clients include families, couples, and individuals. I love what I do. I'm passionate. You know, literally every day I can't wait to get out of bed and sit with clients. I love my ability to do that every day. God's really blessed me with that. And that, along with serving as an affiliate professor at Asbury Seminary, is how Martin makes his living on a daily basis. But they aren't the only ways he uses his counseling skills. Martin also ministers to Christian workers who are serving overseas. Most of what I've done has been in in the East. So China, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, lots of time in India, lots of time in Israel. Christians from the West who serve in these places typically struggle with the same kinds of marital and family issues as Christians living in the States. The difference is they often don't have the same resources or the same support mechanisms to work through those problems. To be perfectly honest, you know, in many missions organizations, if you share with a supervisor about what's going on, they may just pull you off the field. There's a sense in which it's not safe to talk about that. So I'm there as someone who's not working for an organization. I'm just there. And time and time again, I've had you know, couples and individuals sitting at a table just weeping, saying, thank you for coming, so that we can have someone to talk with, about this issue with and get some resolution or whatever the case may be. Won't you be my calling? Won't you be my head? But when he's working with missionaries overseas, Martin can only offer very short-term counseling. So he also gives them tools to work through problems themselves after he leaves. And one of those tools starts with what's called solutions-based counseling. With solution-based counseling, what you're looking at is times when the problem isn't happening and maximizing that as opposed to being problem-centric, you become solution-centric, you know? Because we're not going to, in a three-hour time slot with somebody, we're not going to talk about the way your mother made your life miserable, you know? We're going to talk about when life is working well and begin to maximize those times. Another tool Martin leaves with overseas missionaries is a relationship diagram. I have this model that I show people on how to strengthen relationships, marriages, and It's a diagram that they can recreate on a napkin when they find themselves kind of drifting. There's one other tool that Martin strongly encourages couples and families to use. It's something that God laid out for we humans thousands of years ago. I talk a lot with all the missionaries I serve about Sabbath. 
And I'm not talking about just a religious observance of Sabbath. I'm talking about cultivating Shabbat, Sabbath, in your heart. And Martin says it is a game changer when people decide to begin observing it, taking one 24-hour period of rest from work every week. I'm going to enjoy my family. I'm going to enjoy God. I'm going to worship. I'm going to enjoy creation. You know, that's one of the things that, that people write back to me frequently and say, your encouragement really your insistence um, on, on finding a way to cultivate a sabbatical lifestyle has been the thing more than anything else that's allowed us to stay in the game and on the field. It's a gift. It, you know, it's a gift that, that God's waiting for you to unwrap. Martin counsels missionaries in the field quite a few times a year, but he's also able to minister to them when he's back home in Wilmore, Kentucky. Wilmore is home base for a lot of missionaries, so Martin can meet with them when they're there on furlough. But he's also begun counseling missionaries via Skype. I used to say, you know, I really don't want to do any Skype work with someone out of the country unless they've been in my office first. So I've got some face-to-face contact. I just didn't think it would be all that effective unless I had actually developed some sort of rapport face-to-face. And it just became untenable to draw that line. So I thought, well, maybe there's a way to do this. So I have worked with people uh, from right here at my desk via Skype that I've never seen in person. Skype has allowed Martin to counsel missionaries who are serving in countries where their work can be especially dangerous. Places like Turkey. And you've got to be careful. I'm using some security software when I'm doing that, because there are some countries that some of my clients out of, in some countries could be in danger. One such client is a woman who is working in a Muslim village, ministering to refugees who are fleeing ISIS. Martin remembers a heartbreaking phone call he got from the woman that was unlike any conversation he'd had before or since. I need to tell you that uh, what you're about to hear is rather graphic. So wanted to share that heads up with you. The first call came to me a year ago in November from her. I hadn't heard from her for a while. She said, I need help. She said, I'm ministering to a woman, and this is not atypical, in this camp who she watched her husband beheaded by ISIS in their village. And they were going to take her son, and they were going to rape her daughter. And then I can't remember. There was some something that happened, some sort of a distraction, and they were able to flee and get to where she met them. And I said to her, I said, you know, I'm kind of used to wives saying my husband had an affair, not my husband was beheaded. I said, it's way beyond me. And she said, Martin, it's beyond all of us. We need you to come. We need you to do some, some training. We need, we need some ministry so that we're freer to be able to engage this stuff. Why this happened, I cannot explain. Why I write the script with such a... Since he got that call, Martin's been able to meet with a woman here at Stateside, but he's not yet been able to travel to the country where she's serving. While her situation is unlike any other that Martin has dealt with, it's not the first one that reminded him of his own shortcomings and his total need for God. For so long, I would get into a place like India, you know, or get to a place like Thailand and Malaysia, and these places where I would land and I would, for the first about two days, maybe three, I'm not tired I've got a lot of just myself to keep going. I, I, sort of my own charisma, my own ability to just kind of do the things that I do. And, and I would just kind of do that. And then after about the third day, 
I would just hit this wall. And that is when Martin would cry out to God for help. When I run out of myself in a place like, you know, Malaysia, and I am desperate for God, he does come, you know, amazing things begin to happen. But I'm trying to live more with that awareness in day and day out living here in the United States. There's another awareness that Martin tries to live out on a daily basis, and it's one he wants other Christians to know about, too. The thing that happens for me when I leave this country is I, I become very encouraged because I, I get an opportunity to see what God is doing, building His kingdom all around the world. The kingdom is advancing all over the Middle East in these Muslim countries. And I hear the stories, and I meet the people, and I come home so encouraged, realizing God's plans are not being thwarted, His kingdom is advancing, it is unfolding the way he planned it to unfold. And it's good to be reminded that it's a faith builder for me. So maybe in a selfish way, I like to go because I've come back really, really excited about what God's doing. What God's doing in the hearts of people on the other side of the world, he wants to do in your heart too. He wants to give you peace and hope and he wants to welcome you into heaven someday. It all begins with a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. We can tell you how to begin that relationship. Go to BillyGrahamRadio.org and there click on Grow Your Faith, BillyGrahamRadio.org. Martin Mallory is doing a lot of work in Israel, but not nearly as much work as God is doing in Israel. Martin explains that in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Ladies and gentlemen, there are on foreign soil today thousands of valiant missionaries of the cross of Jesus Christ. Billy Graham. These missionaries are not highly paid. They are little known and often forgotten. They've gone for but one purpose, and that is to present the message of Jesus Christ to the millions who have never heard his name. These missionaries preach Christ. They translate the Bible portions into languages they can understand. They teach the people to read. And the message that the missionary carries to the foreign shore is a threefold message. First, it is a message of personal salvation. And then the second thing, the missionary carries a message of hope. The message of the gospel of Jesus Christ brings new hope to millions in the world. And then thirdly, the missionary carries the message of peace in Jesus Christ. Open your heart and let him in. Let him flood your soul and bring you peace of conscience and peace of soul and peace of mind such as you've never known. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. Franklin Graham is now halfway through the Decision America Tour. He's stopping in every state capital to hold a prayer rally and encourage Christians to live out their faith at home, at work, and at the ballot box. You can check out all the details at DecisionAmericaTour.com. And if he's yet to visit your state, make plans to be a part of the momentum behind the Decision America Tour. Our guest on this episode of GPS says he cannot begin to explain how exciting it is to see what God is doing in Israel. Martin Mallory and his wife Sharon minister to believers in Israel about once or twice a year. What we're seeing in Israel is this move of Jews ministering to Jews and the veil falling off these hard Jews, the educated ones, you know, the doctors and the attorneys that are recognizing that 
Yeshua is the Messianic rabbi who is our savior, and they're seeing these things, you know, and it's, it's becoming the people who have ministered for 30 years in that land are seeing what they've prayed for, and they're exhausted. They're excited, but they're exhausted. So we're coming alongside leaders to encourage them. We hope this episode of GPS has been an encouragement to you. You can hear GPS on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and, of course, at BillyGrahamRadio.org. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Billy Graham Radio. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Let every turn.